For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome back to the Fought It Together podcast. My name is Becca, and I'm joined by my beautiful and wonderful, awesome hosts, Adam and Nicole. Hi. Hello. (laughs) Adam, do you like being referred to as beautiful? Um, I don't mind. Yeah, you can call me beautiful. I was going to just leave it at beautiful, and then I was like, what if what if he doesn't like being called beautiful? I mean, I am, so I'll take facts. it. Facts. Just facts. stating the facts, so. <laughs> How are you guys? What's new? So we were just chatting, as we do, and Adam literally cut us off and goes, you guys, we have to start recording. <laughs> I have a very hard end at, like, two o'clock and i have to be out of my husband's studio i need my own damn yeah. studio you guys do. yeah like let's just talk about that for a also second. let's talk about the fact that i was the one that was like all right let's get going because that's usually not me <laughs> yeah it's usually me yeah yeah well um you could create a studio possibly in your closet what do you yeah. think yeah yeah is your closet big enough i can join adam in the closet yeah I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know if I have a closet big enough. I never really looked in my closets and thought about like, hmm, can I make this a studio space? But that's something that I should do. Yeah. Okay. The closet. Well, I probably talked about this last episode, but wait, we needed, you know what we need to talk about this episode? <laughs> Roadkill. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> when you said organs out of the animal i was like i don't want to hear about this because i so remember that becca just joined the midwest community and she has been introduced to roadkill over the past week tell us about your experiences becca well it started out last week i was just driving down the road you know we live pretty far out i'm not gonna for my own protection for our protection i'm not gonna say where but we don't live (laughs) inside of the city of Columbia. So maybe that's even sharing too much. A little mystery. <laughs> um, but anyway, we live out in the country. So there's a lot of animals just living their lives as they should. This is their home first. And it makes me so sad because I've seen an uptake of roadkill. I have seen roadkill before. Hear me on this. I know what roadkill is. I've seen it. I've experienced it. I've smelled it. We have skunks and stuff in Arizona. But the amount of possums I have seen slain on the side (laughs) of the road, not even on the side of the road, in the middle of the road, just dead. And some of them just look like they're sleeping. No, they're not. Mm. They're not taking a nap. They look like untouched. And others, it looks like they've had an open body surgery and they forgot to stitch them back up. Like, they, they had to, you know, in Grey's Anatomy where they, like, take out all the intestines and it's just, oh. like, a mess? Anyway, uh, for anyone who's queasy out there, I'll just leave it at that. 
And I've seen two deer, two full-on deer just on the side of the road. And they are big. Their bodies are big. Well, I do okay. not know this. They might be bloated because they've been dead there for a while. <gasps> ah! No, oh. ah! no, 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 no. Wait, what? Only two. I mean, for real, you're going to, like, be seeing a ton of deer. I've never had. I've never hit a deer. That's me knocking on wood. In my life, growing up in Nebraska, like our country roads were gravel. Like they weren't even paved, which is something that I thought was normal until I moved to Illinois, where all the country roads have asphalt. But yeah, there's just deer abounding everywhere. Imagine what that deer did to that person's car. Yeah. Let's just let's think about that. This is why I can't Good. drive at night, which we talked about in a previous episode, because. The deer are suicidal for whatever reason it is, and they'll just run right in front of your car. I don't know if they're attracted to the headlights, but they'll run and they'll stop and they'll look at your car as if, like, they have superpowers and they're going to make you slow down, and that doesn't happen. I've never hit a deer either, but I saw one get hit by the car in front of me. So not only am I terrified to drive at night because I'm afraid a deer is going to run into my car, but I'm also worried a deer is going to run into any car on the side of me or in front of me, and I'm just in a complete state of panic the whole time it's traumatizing it's so traumatizing let me let me be a one-upper for a second okay (laughs) one-upper adam (laughs) i was born in alaska fairbanks alaska which is something not a lot of people know well i mean maybe they do but my mom i was a baby uh because my dad was in the air force so that's why we were in alaska um but my mom was riding in a vehicle with a friend. I was a baby, so my mom had to have been like 21, maybe. Uh, and they hit a moose. And oh. my mom ended up with a broken neck. Because <gasps> what? And, you know, like, I always knew that moose were large animals, but when I actually, like, visibly saw one in real life, I was like, oh, my gosh, that thing is gigantic. But, yeah, she, uh, she had to have a halo, which is they drill into your skull in your shoulders she looked like a transformer like my baby pictures you know she's just sitting she's sitting in her bra with her halo with a cigarette and then i'm in the arm (laughs) (laughs) classic classic but yeah like the damage that like deer do is is crazy to vehicles and then also like that moose like i can't even imagine that's definitely a one-up story yeah yeah that's pretty horrifying wait so does insurance cover these types of things? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, do I need to update my insurance and tell them I'm here and tell them that I'm here where there are deer, or do they just know? No, it would just, you would just <laughs> file a claim for any damage on your car, but the deer is not going to have coverage. So. <laughs> More than likely, your your premium will probably go up because that's what car companies do. Awesome. So Very just get cool. really good coverage. Just get good coverage. My insurance went up just for moving to Arizona. It's more expensive here. My insurance is more expensive here than it was in Illinois. Really? Yeah. That's I don't know. Weird. I don't know the reasoning. That's really weird. But I think maybe just like the amount of cars and that kind of stuff. So your insurance actually might go down a little, Becca, to be honest. Hmm. Yeah. That's something that we haven't looked at. There's so much that you have to do when you move. Like, I just changed my address with USPS last week, and I've been here for, like, two weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I'm not on the ball. And I got a package delivered to my old place, Ooh. which I'm so frustrated. I don't know what to do. 
Well, they. I just don't know what to do. It should be like about the time where the systems should be updated. So you really shouldn't have to worry much more about that. Mm -hmm. Like, hopefully. But I mean, it'll just get sent back to the post office and then sent to you. I wouldn't order any plants online for at least a month, though. (laughs) Well, no, I mean, then you're putting your address in, right? Yeah. So that doesn't matter. Yeah. But um, I got so we ordered some stuff from Chewy, which is like. I don't know, the Amazon for animals stuff. Yeah. And, well, I don't, it's not owned by Amazon, I don't think. I hope not. No. So many hands and so many baskets. But (laughs) anyway, we ordered uh, like a new flea and tick medicine for Leo because I think I might have talked about this last week, but I found a bunch of tiny little parasites. I can't even think about it. Anyway, so I was like, well, his medicine must have expired. But that got delivered to our old place. So there was a second package, which we ordered him like a doghouse. And by that time, I was able to contact FedEx and say, hey, can you just hold it at the store? And then I'm going to call them and tell them to ship it here, maybe. I don't know. But maybe I'll just be like, hey, can you go out to my old house? (laughs) Pick up that package. Bring it over here. I don't know what to do. Anyway, uh, what's going on with your guys' weeks? Tell me. Uh, this week's been, it's kind of been like an emotional roller coaster. So this episode we're recording is the same week that we released the plant therapy episode, which has gotten a lot of feedback and a lot of positive feedback. But it was, you know, like for my part of that episode, it was something personal. And so it was like a build up to that. And then now it's like the, you know, it's just kind of emotional either way. And Sunday was National Coming Out Day, which was the first time I like very publicly said that I was gay and you know co-workers of mine who didn't know I mean maybe they did know but I hadn't told anyone uh and a lot of that is because it was federally legal to fire me for being gay until very recently so I was that was something I was scared of now I don't think my job would fire me on those grounds because they're just not those sort of folks but like it's always a, you know, it's always in your head, but mm-hmm. so it's just been like a up and down. And then, you know, Monday I had, I work at a bank. So Monday was a holiday, indigenous people's day. So I had the day off, but then I found spider mites on like a lot. And I mean, a lot of my Hoya. No. Oh no. And like f- stupid me was thinking that Hoya are just like, you know, spider mites don't like Hoya. They're very thick leaved. They're hard to like pierce true true but i noticed two of my hoya that were a parasitica and a rangsan that were just growing really strangely like you know we have our plants and we we know how they grow and then all of a sudden they kind of start acting weird and i'm like okay something is up so i got out my magnifier i got out my flashlight and i saw these like orangish red dots like reflecting in the light and i was like what is that and they weren't moving but then I took a little toothpick and I like kind of like poked it a little, and then they started to scurry, and I was like, Ugh. "Oh, spider mites!" Yeah. I just got a flashback of being in Becca's kitchen, and we found them on our syngonium, and <laughs> she's just freaking and then out. Every other plant I own. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it always happens. You're just like you think you're good, and then all of a sudden you find one, and then it's literally everywhere. But like I didn't have any webbing on any of these plants, so then. Part of me is like, well, are they spider mites? Like, what if this is some kind of other pest that I don't know? But I'm pretty certain they are spider mites, uh, and they just hadn't been established enough to create the webbing. Because that's Mm -hmm. what they do Mm -hmm. 
when it's a pretty serious infestation, you will see the webs because that's how they protect their eggs, etc. Oh, so I'm glad that I had Monday off to deal with that. But then again, like it wasn't really how I wanted to spend my my day off. Yeah. So are they like in quarantine right now? Well, I have my uh, triage set up in my spare bathroom because before <laughs> the spider mites, I found thrip thrips on my right. white my white wizard, which is like mm-hmm. my baby. And so I. How's that doing? Um, fine. I did a systemic. Oh, and back to systemics. I had a friend, Jeremy, I hoard plants on Instagram, say that he has used systemic insecticide in his uh, LECA plants. So, oh, good to know. I've been trying that. Uh, he said he left it in for like a month and then washed it out just enough so the roots could uptake it, but not let it get moldy. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, they're doing fine. They're in triage, and I did a systemic because a lot of people said, like, I couldn't get rid of thrips until I did a systemic. Oof. So, yeah, it's just which been, one did you use? Uh, the bone-eyed house plant, systemic. Okay, got it. So Sorry, that's, I keep interrupting you. No, you're, you're <laughs> just you do know, it again. That's uh, <laughs> that's where I've been. You know, finding pests is a little bit stressful, but it's part of the process. You just got to deal with it. Yeah. And you got to clean your leaves, right, Nicole? Uh. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Keep your leaves clean, folks, because I've never had spider mites. Thank you very much. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, I'm not kidding. I've never had spider mites. Knock on every single piece of wood around you, though, because (laughs) I I recently... Go ahead. (laughs) No, no, no. Oh, because I recently just kind of took plants that were randomly placed throughout my house and put them all on the Ikea shelves that I had because I had like I had my cactus on a bench and then I had some plants in my living room somewhere in my bathroom somewhere in my office so I just kind of grouped them together because in the winter they really like thrive off of each other but at the same time I freak out because I'm like when plants are actually touching each other it's it's just like a breeding ground you know hot so I yeah, so <laughs> knock on the wood because if I get spider mites, I swear. Um, well, that sounds like a very interesting week. That's a lot of highs and lows and highs and lows. Yeah. <laughs> Your IGTV video, though, if you guys are listening to this and you haven't seen Adam's more recent IGTV video, say that like five times mm-hmm. fast. I can't. <laughs> It was really great. Like, it's just something I feel everybody needs to listen to. And I'll leave it at that. So go watch it. But my week was, it was like kind of boring again. I feel like I said this last week too, like not a whole lot of stuff going on. I'm squeezing in fall sessions, like family sessions, engagement sessions, because everybody wants the fall leave color. And shockingly the leaves have been staying orange really long this year like usually I'll just get like a week or two and then the trees are bare but they've been orange yellowy fall colors probably for the past two weeks and they're not really shedding yet (laughs) so I feel like we have another solid like week and like maybe week to two weeks to go but I just think it's really funny how People will reach out and want to book their sessions. And like, I love all my clients to death. Don't get me wrong. So if anybody's listening and you're a client of mine, I love you. But it's so funny because they're like, so do you think that the leaves will still be orange on October 26th? And I'm like, hmm, 
<laughs> Give me a minute. Let me let me see if I could predict the future here, <laughs> you know? But it's just so hard to to fit everybody in. So this is usually a busy couple of weeks, but with the pandemic, we're slower this year. Um, I feel like people are still just not doing it. Like they're just putting it off and taking pictures themselves, which is understandable. Um, but a lot of the times the sessions are outside, so it's safer. Like I'm not going in people's houses or anything like that. But that's really all I've been doing. I've just been kind of catching up and booking family stuff. And you've been deep into horror movies on the TV. Yeah. Yes. I've been taking the haunting a of lot Bly of Man- Bly-, Bly Manor. Bly Manor was really, really good. This is like I could talk about. I could talk about this show and like Hill House throughout a whole episode. And Becca's just like, yeah, let's not. Let's let's not. Let's not do that. I can't handle it. (laughs) My, uh, me, Mia, and Tia, we binge watched it like for two days. Like it took two days and we got through every episode. And it was just really good. What episode are you on now, Adam? Uh, I think episode five. So no spoilers. Okay, really good. But uh, yeah, I have been watching scary movies because scary movies are my thing. It's it's October, so it's it's watch a scary movie a day type thing. But I took a day off last week, and every I, single day the world is scary day. enough. I don't need a scary movie. <laughs> I know that's how I feel. These movies take me back to pre-COVID. You know, like the, the, all these movies hold pretty significant like memories of when I first saw it. So it kind of takes me back. It kind of takes me out of 2020. But um, I took a day off and I posted on Instagram like I, I watched movies like I think I watched like five or six movies that day. And I just posted every time I started a new movie and I looked at my feed the next day and I was like, I literally didn't leave my couch. Like I said, <laughs> I wasn't going to leave my couch and I didn't like I left to go to the bathroom and to eat like that was it. But yeah. So good for you. Mystery box. Great. I'm going to get you a couch potty. <laughs> <laughs> AKA <That> bedpan. Is... <laughs> Jay, time to change out. My bedpan. <laughs> oh no. Mia. Uh, <laughs> Becca, what about your week? Let's, let's hear what your new home, home ownership has been like. Yeah. You're oh doing gosh. a project. What, what's this project you're doing? Yeah, well, I'm currently painting my cabinets, which is a project in itself, <laughs> and I did not want to spend longer than a week on it, so I need to really finish it up in the next couple of days. Uh, but yeah, that's what I'm working on right now. It's satisfying, but also time-consuming, because you have to do... I'm doing chalk paint, so it takes like three coats, like maybe four on certain spots, and you have to wax it and seal it and lots of stuff. And it takes a long time to paint your entire kitchen, right? Yeah, so, you have a big kitchen. You have a lot of cabinets. Honestly, yeah, I didn't think that I did. And then I'm taking them all off and I'm like, oh my God, this sucks. I have so many cabinets. <laughs> yeah. But that's going <laughs> to but... be so rewarding. Like once you're finished, it's going to be, it's going to be nice. I'm excited to see yeah. it. It's going to be good. That's our first big home project besides working on stuff outside because when we first got here we needed to make sure that the house was like good outside because things like the gutters and all of that were like composting inside the gutters so which we emptied them out last week and they're already full again and we're like awesome (laughs) (laughs) that's what happens when you live in a freaking forest 
<laughs> That's true. We do live in a small forest. So we're going to have to do that again. And I'm just trying to just trying to take it all in. Okay, speaking of photos, Nicole, and like the trees, I really had hopes of getting professional photos when we got here with all the colors. Yeah. But I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. Like unless we find someone who can take our photos next week, I think mm-hmm. it'll be too late. And I don't think that I don't I don't know. Because then yeah. you have to find a photographer who is within, like, your style. Like, you like their edits. Yeah. So, and I think it's tacky to be like, can I just get the raw images? Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't want to do that. <laughs> so but I can so send them to work. Nicole. <laughs> exactly. But it's just so much work to find a photographer who you like their style, too. Because, like, photography, I feel, has become, like, so stylistic. Mm-hmm. Where, like, there's a specific look that certain photographers have. Like, your photos are so beautiful, Nicole. If I could oh, find someone who you. did, like, your work here, perfect. <laughs> but it's it's a, it's been a little difficult, so anyway. Well, if you want to set up your camera, like, on your tripod last minute and, like, get some of you, Daniel and, like, Leo, like, just sitting in the leaves or something like that and you want to send them to me, I'd be happy to edit them for you. Ooh, and fix my horizon because <laughs> I always screw that up. <laughs> Aim for the horizon. <laughs> Adam Level. just rolled his eyes so hard. Level I am. <laughs> I feel like the horizon in my videos is off too, like all the time. Like, I don't know. I can't do this. Whatever. Eh, don't worry about it. Mine's been off too, and I'm a photographer, so. <laughs> but that's that's what's going on with me, and my house is still a disaster. It's just, I try not, I'm like disassociating from the fact that my house looks like a dumpster fire. Yeah. So maybe next week it'll be better, but I don't know. I mean, give yourself some grace, though, because you both moved across the country and you both are still working full time and you haven't stopped doing anything. Like you haven't taken a break from the podcast. You haven't taken a break. You just released your own soil. You have two YouTube channels. You know all this. So give yourself a little bit of grace. (laughs) Mama Nicole, Mama Nicole, always. Your house can look like a dumpster fire. It's okay. I feel better. <laughs> um, well, are we ready to get started? Yeah, let's do it. Thirty minutes in, I love ch- yeah, I, I love like catching up with you guys, though. The catch up is like more than the content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oops! We're running a podcast where we're not just Facetiming. Oops. But okay, so this episode is partially it's inspired by two things so first of all it's inspired by this other podcast i listened to which was inspired by another podcast and i don't remember the original but who i got the idea from was what we said podcast it's two influencers who are just very nice and then also on my youtube channel i have done a plant debate video twice where i just asked my audience some I guess like this or that type of questions and then I weighed in on what I thought would be my answer so we asked you guys what you thought and we have 10 questions or just 10 this or that so we're going to talk about them and some of them we might go into depth but some we might just quickly run through so that's what this episode is all about we're going to be getting in some heated debates Uh, Probably not super heated, but maybe other debates will spark from these debates and we can talk about that. But anyway, I love debates because I'm a master debater. (laughs) Are you? But no, I'm not. (laughs) I was going to say, I I don't I don't see like I can't 
see us debating anything, really. I just um, went back. So the pictures are on my messages from Nicole. And Mm -hmm. I just went, (laughs) I just tried to click back into the FaceTime. And it pulled up my photos of the screenshot of Adam's foot. (laughs) And like, I clicked it because I thought it was the FaceTime. And then I was like, wait, it's not right. Everybody has their own kinks. <laughs> Everybody has their kinks. Um, we'll post the photo on stories so that you guys can know what we're talking about. But <laughs> Adam's totally Adam, cutting this whole thing out. <laughs> Adam had his foot in the frame, sitting Adam, upright. I'm out. I'm gonna out myself again. Adam has been known to periodically <laughs> chew his toenails. No, don't say it. Don't say don't it. Don't say it out loud. If you say it out loud, it's true. <laughs> Edit it out. Edit it out. <laughs> nope, nope, leaving it. <laughs> ah, okay, okay. Debates. Okay, debates. so Becky, before we get, before we jump into it, let's just say that we actually asked these questions over on Instagram. I don't know if you said that, so if I'm repeating what you said, I apologize. But be sure to follow at Potted Together on Instagram so that you can be a part of these questions that we ask periodically when we film our videos. Because this is where we get our inspo from and we want you to be a part of the conversation. So go do that. Yes. yes. And by film okay. our videos, you, she means record a podcast. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even catch that. I'm like, la, 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 la. I didn't even know I said that. Uh-huh. Okay. Here we go. So, okay, the first question is, when you repot, so you guys still have some plants in soil, so this still counts for you. So when you repot, do you loosen the root ball or do you leave it alone? I loosen it. Yeah, I like to tickle those roots. <laughs> <laughs> A little tickle time. Ooh. You got to shake them up and let them know that they're free and they can roam other places. Yeah, I, I also... I've come to the point where I remove basically Stimulate every... the roots. <laughs> um, oh, I remove like <laughs> every bit of old soil because now that I have my own soil mixture. No, just kidding. Um, I don't no. want that no, shit on not. my plants. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, the old soil I just have learned that when you leave the old soil and you put it in new soil the moisture retention is different in both places so it just like gets the plant all out of whack so let's say okay 74% of people loosen the root ball 26% of people leave it alone which I am honestly surprised by because it feels like well not that it's bad if you don't I mean you're fine but I feel like it's common knowledge that you loosen the root ball Yeah, I like I necessarily don't do it just to get rid of all the old soil. I just do it so that I don't know, like, like Adam said, like you want the roots to know that like, okay, they can stop growing in a circle and like wrapping around themselves like they have room to to move. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was surprised by that percentage, too. And that's out of like 600 people that took the the poll, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, we had a lot of people take the poll. Which mm-hmm. was good because it makes for good data. Yeah. Yeah. Data or data? I data. say data. Wait. Nicole Ooh, a debate. Data. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. A, de- a debate. A debate. <laughs> Sound effect. I mean, I usually use them interchangeably, data and data. Yeah, I usually say data. What I don't use interchangeably, hot take, is GIF. It is GIF. It is not GIF. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Let's clarify that. Wait. Okay. So do you guys know the word lever? No. Like lever? Lever? Oh, lever. Yeah. (laughs) I say lever. (laughs) Lever to beaver. Daniel is like horrified. He's like, what did you just say? And I said, lever, you know, the lever where you, that you pull. And he's like, it's called a lever. He's like he, we like really got into it. A anyway, debate. a debate. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, you need to do like a sound effect. Like, you know, that sound effect and like from the iPhone where it's like, it's like the newscast sound. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I expect to see that in post. Okay. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I sound like such a yacht. I was just kidding. Okay. <laughs> Next debate. <laughs> okay. After buy- <laughs> after buying a plant or bringing it home from a plant shop, do you repot right away or do you let it acclimate? I repot it right away. For me, it depends on what where I got the plant. Like if it's from like a a boutique shop that I know has like a nice soil or not a big box store, I'll I'll let it sit in that. But if it's like a big box store, I don't know what's hiding in there. So I I freshen that up right away. Yeah, I have trust yeah. issues. So I typically don't trust anybody but me. <laughs> and De La Tanks. And De La Tanks. I feel like okay, I used to be like I, well, I'm really similar to Adam, and it depends on what the soil is like already and where it came from. But I'm much more of a just let it sit for a while. I mean, that kind of lets me procrastinate finding the pot for it, so I have time. Um, but honestly, most of the time, I just I wait like two days, and then I'll repot or something. That's what I would say. I will say the only plants I never repot are peperomia because I feel like every time I've repotted a peperomia from the original soil that it's been in, it like dives down quickly. Yeah. You know how I bypass that? that? I just don't buy peperomia. (laughs) (laughs) Remember in your first houseplant tour when you had a piccolo banda? (laughs) (laughs) What was the, what's a piccolo banda? Is there another it's name for that? Of, yeah, it's Peperomia. It's a type of Peperomia. It's a banda. Mine's dead. But I didn't... Oh, he I... had one. No, you had one, Nicole. Or was it a Rana Verde? 
Ver- it was Rana a Rana Verde. Oh it was a Rana Verde. That's what Rana it was. Rana Verde. Yeah. <laughs> Verde. I was like, wait, what? Verde. Um, <laughs> I still have the Piccolo Banda from you, Adam. It's starting to trail, actually. Yeah. Which is weird. It started it's like, growing really strangely. Yeah. It's doing that for me, too. I'm kind of confused. But yeah. I'm into it. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, I feel like a lot of... I have a lot of plants from Adam. I'm realizing this every day. You've given me so many plants. I like <laughs> I like gifting plants to you. Well, to you both. Yeah, yeah I have a lot of we, plants from you too. We both do. I feel like at least 10% of my collection is from Adam, which is a lot. That's a lot. Oh, also, I want to say... A nursery that I buy from that I never repot the plants out of their soil unless I absolutely have to, Tennessee Tropicals. I have to say it. Their soil is spot on. I had, I bought a Calathea orbifolia from them like over a year ago. I have still not repotted it. It's still wow. in the nursery pot. And it's so happy, I think. Ugh, it's kind of buried it right happy. now. <laughs> oh, it's buried now, yeah. <laughs> I can't think about my plants right now. Oh. Um, okay. Next debate. <laughs> what do you prefer, soil or leka? Leka. Leka. Soil. <laughs> oh wait, did you say the percentage of the last one? I don't think so. Oh shoot. Okay, so oh, eighty-two percent of people let the plant acclimate. Eighteen percent repot right away. So I'm with that eighteen percent. Okay, and soil, so 88% of people prefer soil, 12% prefer LECA, and Which I feel like crazy. that's largely largely due to the fact that LECA is so new. It's yeah. so, yeah, it's like a uncharted territory still. But I will say that when this, this question had a lot of feedback, or this poll, this debate, had a lot of feedback because... I had two people say that they're actually switching back to soil after being with LECA for over a year. They're now switching back to soil. And like, I don't know, I just feel my plants are happier in LECA right now, like where I'm at in my LECA journey. And the the no fungus gnat thing is just like anything but fungus gnats, you know, like mm-hmm. I don't we don't have fungus gnats. So I'm like I you get fungus gnats with soil. Like, I don't care what anybody says. Like, if you have plants in soil, you're going to have fungus gnats. But, yeah. you know, to each their own. Yeah, I have heard I have heard recently that people said, like, the, longe- the longevity of their plants in LECA. Like, a lot of people noticed a decline after a year. I will, I will say I started with LECA over a year ago with my first, like, rare Hoya haul. And all of those are still doing, you know, well. But mm-hmm. it is something that I was, like, worried about the longevity. But I think as as long as you're balancing your pH, you're doing your flushes, that kind of stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I'm about we'll eight see. months in and I haven't seen a decline. I think where we may um, have, like, a, a setback is once our plants get too big. Like, if you're repotting Monstera Deliciosa or just these bigger plants in LECA, like, they need to come out with a gigantic cash po net pot system because i think the biggest i found was like 12 inches and it's not big enough like i'm using a bucket for my alocasia regal shield right now it's in a bucket 
like just oh. sitting in a bucket because it's huge. So, and I haven't been able to find a pot big enough. So, yeah, that might be an issue. Yeah. And I feel like, well, we've talked about my thoughts on Lekka. I don't know if I'll ever do it. Maybe one or two or something. But I feel like it's just like this whole thing. You're kind of starting from scratch on knowledge. And for a lot of people, they just don't want to do that. They're like, I just want to have a plant. I don't want to do all this stuff and buy all these things. And soil is very similar to like outside gardening. So it's something we're more familiar with. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's why people will gravitate towards that more. But there's so many benefits from LECA. Like the pest thing in general, like your plants won't not get pests, but I feel like right. it's much less likely. Like you're right. saying with fungus gnats. So, and like some Hoyas really like it apparently, according to Adam yeah. here. And Nicole, you guys both have said that. So, I mean, that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay, next debate. Do you let a cutting callus over before potting it in soil or just putting it in water or whatever before starting to try to propagate it? I would say I try, but when I do let it callus over, I tend to forget about it. And really the only plant that that's okay to do is cactus and succulents. Mm -hmm. I have heard that you should let your tropicals callus over maybe for like an hour or two so it's not like a fresh cut but I always forget about it and I come back and it's like hella droopy and then we have to work so hard to get it rehydrated so I just don't even bother I just stick it in water right away I do too I just stick it straight in water unless we're talking about cactus or succulents and that's what most people said they were like unless it's a cactus or a succulent then they're just sticking it in water right away but this was the percentages on this were kind of almost 50-50, not really, but... Yeah, it was 63% of people do let it callous, 37 said no, percent, mm-hmm. 37%. Do you, Adam? Um, I do. I let it... I don't know if I... The, obviously, like, the Saints of Area, the cactus, the succulents, I do. Uh, for, like, the tropicals and stuff and my Hoya, I usually will let it sit for a second or maybe like an hour and then I'll dip it in rooting hormone which I also kind of feel like seals up a little bit and is has antifungal properties as well and then I put it in water or like a all right the next one is terracotta versus ceramic so I'm team terracotta me too same for my my soil plants I mean there's certain plants that plastic or ceramic is I like using just because it retains moisture longer, but I like terracotta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I've been finding a lot of artists, like potters or ceramicists, who do, like, fun stuff with clay pots. Like, for so long, I thought that terracotta could only be, like, the $2 pots from orange. the garden center. Yeah. Uh, orange, yeah. But now I'm finding that there's so many – now that I'm looking for it, I'm finding so many – artists that i was gonna say sounds like i said otter but i said <laughs> artists artists anyway that's oh that country gosh. that's that country becca voice coming out oh mercy lord <laughs> help us um but yeah so i feel like there's so many clay artists that are popping up on my feed and everything like the algorithm is doing its best to show me all these places i should buy pottery from which is nice yeah yeah 
Oh, here's a debate. Do you... Okay, so when you see an Instagram ad, do you interact with them? Like, say it's a product that you like or whatever. Like, what do you do? I do. I've ordered quite a few things from sponsored um, Mm. Instagram stuff. My shirt that I had on the other day on Instagram, the friends with all the scary guys, Mm -hmm. that was was from SheShow.com, and that was a sponsored ad. Ooh. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not, like, at first when Instagram started the whole sponsored thing, it was annoying because I felt like it was every other post it was showing up in my feed. I'm not a big scroller to begin with. Like, I'd rather go to stories. So most of the time, the sponsored stuff I'll see is within the stories. Like, you know, they put them in there, too. Um, But, yeah, like, if if I don't like it i won't interact but a lot of the times i do and i feel like the algorithm is pretty good about Mm -hmm. reading what i like which is unfortunate because (laughs) (laughs) you know we're in a pandemic but you know yeah i find things through instagram ads all the time and actually once i started clicking on the ads that i like almost every single ad is something that i like now because i think they figured out what i like right and it's not good (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) okay now 70% of people said terracotta 30% said ceramic a lot of people like terracotta fertilizing 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 we love a fertilizer we love a what is it pk pk something npk we love an npk number (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. Uh, <laughs> are you guys with me? I feel like the energy I'm levels with you. have severely dropped. <laughs> no, I'm like, what's going on? I feel like my coffee, like the caffeine, wore off like about 15 minutes ago, and I'm feeling very sluggish right now. Get on my level. Like, Get on my level, people. I'm trying to keep the energy up, and I'm feeling the room. I'm reading the room. <laughs> Did you drink another five-hour energy, Rebecca? No. I'm performing right now. I showed up ready to perform. She is turned on. (laughs) Uh, You guys are obviously turned off. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Okay, fertilizer. Something shifted. I don't know. Did I say something? Oh no! No, no. you guys are being so quiet. <laughs> Quit acting like a four right now. <laughs> you guys didn't answer my question. You just moved on. Wait, <laughs> did, did you, you ask a question? You didn't ask you didn't a question. Ask. <laughs> no, I asked. <laughs> You're I like, asked. wait, fertilizer, NPK. Wait, <laughs> why is everybody so? Joke. Suddenly, very quiet. <laughs> okay, whatever. Anyway, liquid Look fertilizer. Look at these cheeks. Look at these cheeks. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no. Okay. Now I'm, I'm I'm back with it. Go ahead. Liquid fertilizer or powder fertilizer or like just your preferred fertilizer because there's also like fertilizer spikes and stuff like that too. Yeah. Liquid. Yeah, I use liquid. I use it. 
super thrive on every time I water. And then I also have another like Dynagro, I think it's a liquid one that I use for my soil plants. Mm-hmm. Wait, do you use super thrive for your soil plants too when you water? Oh yeah. Like even if it's winter, Ooh. I always, I always have a gallon jug mixed with like the, it's like a teaspoon, a fourth a teaspoon mm-hmm. of super thrive per gallon. And I always just have a jug sitting there with that mixture. So every time I need to water, I just use that water. Oh, I'm going to start doing that. I've just been using them on my LECA plants. People mm. have asked, people have asked, like, what is your secret? Because, like, they always think that I have, like, a secret with growing Hoya or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, I really don't know. I mean, maybe it's a Super Thrive. Who knows? But I love it. I love Super Thrive. Do you remember that one? Do you remember that one time you squirted Super Thrive in your mouth? Mm, yeah. <laughs> It tastes like fish shit. <laughs> Did you do that in the video or was that, that was in a video, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was in a video. Uh-huh. <laughs> Amazing. Ugh. Fish shit. <laughs> um, I use powder fertilizer wow. because, well, I was a long time liquid fertilizer user, but I just don't know if I, I mean, obviously I was not using like the best fertilizer I could have been using. I was just using like a general fertilizer from miracle grow and then i started learning more about products from like tank screen stuff which is the company that i made my soil with and they have a powder fertilizer it's basically just i don't know i i like it because it helps like the long-term health of my soil pretty much like it's a fertilizer for now but also for tomorrow and the next day and the Mm -hmm. next day the next day when like liquid fertilizer is like a quick shot right now which is nice obviously like if I ever notice that a plant is taking forever to push out a leaf I'll blast it with some liquid fertilizer and then it'll put out the leaf you know what I mean you know when they stay curled up for like a long time and you're like what's going on here so liquid fertilizer I use in those situations as well but that's my preference but I mean I've never tried like you could do like slow release. You could do mm-hmm. spikes. I just I don't mess with that kind of stuff. I usually I just don't do either. liquid or powder. A lot of nurseries use slow release slow release for reasons obvious, you know. But yeah, I I don't use that. I don't use it either. What do the people, people say? What do the people use say? liquid? Liquid. Nine, 92% liquid, 8% powder. Yeah, that was a big. Yeah, that's a big difference. And I think powder is just like it's not as common, so mm-hmm. it's a little bit like, uh, what's that? Okay, the next question is foliage or blooms? We're houseplant people, so we can pretty much guess what everyone said. It was 96% foliage, 4% blooms. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm um, a foliage girl. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you kind of have to be when you like houseplants, right? Right. Like, even with Hoya, Hoya blooms are probably the, the most beautiful blooms, but mm-hmm. their foliage is still what attracts me to them the most same yeah yeah i mean i love a like, good i love a good plant genitalia but i love those leaves <laughs> we love those leaves well the thing is hoya are really the only house plant that i'm aware of that has really beautiful flowers i mean aeroids have the spathe and spadix thing so it's just not super striking like uh, the, in the yeah. inflow or whatever right it just doesn't look that cool it's like cool because you know the plant is like extra happy, but it's not beautiful like a Hoya flower. So yeah, um, actually, one of someone who follows me on Instagram sent me a photo of their philodendron Brazil's 
philodendron brazil with an inflow and i was like oh my gosh that is so cool i've literally never seen a philodendron brazil i guess it's like a partly philodendron mix yeah or something yeah but it had a bloom on it it was really cool okay the next one is tropicals or desert plants which one do you think went one tropicals i'm gonna pick i'm gonna do desert because you know i have to like i love my (laughs) desert plants probably more so than tropicals yeah yeah wow yeah. Well, it doesn't surprise me, actually. That's pretty on brand for you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, really? I mean, I've had a huge spike in my appreciation and love for desert plants since moving here. Uh, but I go with tropicals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, tropicals still take my breath away. Let's not get it twisted. Take my but... breath away. <laughs> hey. Ooh. That's good. I might get copyrighted for that one. <laughs> I, for me, I would say, oh, that's so hard because I love cactus and desert plants so much. But I'm going to go with tropicals. And that isn't saying I don't like cactus because I yeah. do. Yeah, you're but a toss-up. I feel like you're 50-50. Yeah. I am definitely 50-50. That's really hard. Yeah, yeah. that's really hard. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, okay, listen, when I found out that some of my cactus didn't do super well on the trip here, I was in my head, I was like, okay, that's fine, Adam and I can just FaceTime and he can go shopping for me and he'll send them to me. Like, I literally <laughs> said that in my head and like, I'm like, wait, would he even like that? Would yeah, he even want to do that? I would. But I was like freaking out about my plan because the cactus selection in the Midwest, ugh. Mm, it's non-existent. Dear Lord, it is just not good. No. <laughs> Plus, you're going to be visiting. You'll be visiting Arizona, I'm sure, quite often. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Okay, what were you going to say, Nicole? I was going to say that there's not a lot of desert-loving plant or desert plant-loving people out there because only 10% said desert plants. Right. 90% like tropicals. Yeah, That's I mean, crazy. Nicole, to me, you are a little like you're what do they call that you know like away from the norm you're just like not not about do my way. own thing but like you live in the midwest which keeping cacti and succulents in the midwest is not easy but yet you do it and you love it and i don't think that that's what most people do like they wouldn't want to put in the effort yeah. to to build yeah. something when it wouldn't be happy without a lot of effort you know yeah mm-hmm. i yeah. agree with that that's very true. Okay, we have two left, and Nicole has five minutes until she has to get out of here. So, <laughs> um, here we go. When growing your plants, do you train them or let them grow free? Okay, I train them when I have a moss pole on hand to train them with, or I like zip tie them to the side of my <laughs> to the side of my uh, my shelving unit if I don't have a moss pole. But it's it's hard because it's like. Well, me and Adam, we have the same Ikea shelves that everybody else has, I feel. The ones with the glass. I forgot the name of it. Um, But it's hard to, like, put plants on there when they get that big, like, with moss poles because they don't fit on the shelf. So sometimes I find myself just letting them grow free in that sense. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I'm a 50-50 on this one. I tend to avoid plants that you have to have 
poles with just because it gets stressful trying to find a spot and trying to find a stable pole, especially in Lekka. Like I zip tie my poles to the net pot so they kind of are like one with the net pot, but it still gets a little tricky with with Mm -hmm. Lekka with those support poles. It does. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm a big plant trainer. Like every plant I own, I don't have very many trailing plants at all because I like for them to be very organized and neat. And I don't like letting my plants be wild. (laughs) Hashtag plant braces. Plant braces. Yeah, I like it. I mean, you know, you're basically just training them to grow on a pole so that they can reach bigger sizes and their full potential faster. And I've seen, I mean, I think I'm a big proponent for it because I've seen the results of doing that already. Mm -hmm. Um, It like, it works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's a, it's a lot of work and it's a lot of things to have. And all I have to say is plant Velcro is it's, my, it is great. Yeah. It's my bae, my, my lover. And then also <laughs> my bae. Is my bae. Is this 2009? Velcro is bae. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Cut that out, Adam. Um, no. Um, and also moss poles, like they don't expire. So once a plant grows out of it, just hold on to it and then you'll get another plant that you can put on it. So, okay. Right. That's what I do. I have like four on hand, like in stock currently. Well, that one was 50-50. Like up until like just a few minutes before we recorded, it was literally 50-50. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 49 train 51, let them grow free. So yeah, super up in the air. And the last question is trailing or climbing, which I feel like really goes into the last one. And yeah, you guys said trailing. I said climbing pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love climbing plants. It's just hard to figure out a spot for them or Mm -hmm. like kind of a whole setup for them. But, you know, I love seeing those philodendrons that are smaller and they just get larger and larger and larger. Oh, so pretty. Yeah. Yeah. It's so awesome. Oh my gosh. Well, cool. All right, you guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this podcast episode. We had some ups, we had some downs, but at the end of the day, (laughs) we had a plant debate. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we did. Um, Yeah, so we appreciate you hanging out with us. If you would feel so inclined, if you left a review on your podcast player, if you have the option, that would really help us out to get in more planty ears and just reach more people. And we would just love that so much. And, you know, share our podcast on your Instagram story. Check us out on Instagram, pod it together, you know, all the self-plug things. We love having you guys. This community is growing and it is so awesome. Yes. yes I just, it is. yeah. We're all it so is. excited. So, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun. Also, be sure to follow us on YouTube. I promise if you haven't seen it already, we have a collab coming up. But you can also check out all of our collabs we did in the past on our YouTube channel, Pot It Together. So go follow us over there, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Alrighty. <laughs> We'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.